Right, so how are you this week, Rebecca Elliot? Um, uh, I'm alright. I'm alright. You say you're not feeling... I'm not feeling tip-top. Super-duper. I'm okay. Um, and yeah. um, my, my chicken had to be put down. That was the big news this week. Did it actually have to be physically put down by somebody? It did, it did. So I think we should take a moment just to remember Steve. Let's remember Steve for a minute. Yeah. Okay. Is that enough time? Yeah. No, so, but the thing is that when it, it's just a chicken. Mm-hmm. Obviously. Mm-hmm. It is a chicken. Uh, but she was very, very old. Mm-hmm. She, was, she was a battery hen and we gave her a nice retirement. Yeah. You're having issues with your... Yeah, it's all right. I can go with it. take a tool to it? As you <laughs> I need a tool. <laughs> <laughs> so I had to take his big foot down. Uh-huh. And I'm just aware that whenever there's any kind of uh, death, I'm just reminded of Clevy. I know. And so I, I was really concerned that I was going to cry in the vets. Because <laughs> she was going to think I was crying because of a chicken. Oh. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And then you'd have brought her down. I'd go, no, I'm crying about my dead daughter. Yeah. Yeah. That, yeah. yeah. Well, the, chair, the chicken, the chicken uh, reminds you of the dead daughter. Yeah, the chicken reminds me of my dead daughter. Yeah, yeah, no. Yeah, so yeah. I was, uh, I was a little bit concerned about that, but it was okay. That's the trouble with tragedy, though, isn't it? Like, yeah. it takes you could eat so easily go into any situation. Like exactly, so it just taps in. You've mm. got when you've had grief, you've got that little well of sadness. Yeah. And uh, does it sound weird to you? A little bit echoey. I think it'll be all right. Well, hopefully. Maybe it's the rain. It's really raining today. What I like about the vets is that when you go in there, they don't say your name. They uh-huh. say the name of the pet. Oh. So you say Steve. Oh, Steve's ready. Yeah. Oh. But with my cat, my cat has a second name. I always give uh, cats two names. Uh-huh. I think it's important. Well, like a middle name? No, like a surname. Well, the, surely that'd just be Elliot. No, no, it's just, the cat's not our child, <laughs> is it? It's uh, more of a lodger. Yeah, so what do you call him? Uh, he's Bernard Leibowitz. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. But I've never had the nerve to tell the vet that that's his name. Ah. Because I don't think I can keep a straight face. See, my dog's very much. My dog's very much Hudson. Dolly Hudson. Dolly Hudson. It's not your child, though. No, no, she's I. She's her own person. No, see, my, it does annoy me when my husband says, "Go see mummy." Like I. She's still, yeah, yeah, go and see mummy. I'm not. I know. No. But and she does put a tongue in my mouth, so that'd be. Oh, <laughs> I know. Just disgusting. There's nothing right about that on no, any levels. Really, really. I not. say, Dolly, I love you. Not that much. No, exactly. You know what I mean? You're listening to Don't Laugh But with Kirsty Hudson and Rebecca Elliott, the random banter of two idiots laughing at life. Uh, went to a, the same restaurant this week. Okay, I was going to ask you about my week. Oh, go on. Yeah, no, no, I'm just. I'll, I was just filling in a couple of things about my week, then I was going to go, okay. it's going to be all about you. Okay, tell all me. about you. You went to a restaurant. So I went to the same restaurant that I set fire to a napkin ah, a couple of weeks ago. Napkin. And this week I set fire to a hat. Oh, in no. the same restaurant. It was actually my son who did it, but I was responsible for him. So you I set think. fire, look, I'm having issues. You set fire to a hat? Yeah. Did yeah. You, what? Yeah. How? Uh, the waitress noticed. And, with the yeah. candle situation, did you put yeah, a hat on the Yeah, because they got a stupid little candle uh-huh. in the middle of the table. Uh-huh. It's already lit. You uh-huh. go in there, it's the middle of the day, you can't see it's there. Mm-hmm. Son took his hat off, put it on the candle. Mm-hmm. Big old flames. Yeah. Anyway, that's my week. Go on. Do you know when you send the son, my son took the hat off? It's like, there's a son, it, there's a song about that. The son has got his hat on. That's oh, true. That's yeah. Different kind of son, I think. Yeah, I know. Yeah. But it's weird, isn't it, to think of the son? Because, like, if the son did have a hat on, I mean, that would be on fire. That would be on fire. So, yeah, my week. What's my week been like? I'm, yeah, I'm a bit nasally. I'm very... I've had really bad hay fever this week. Also, have I? 
Oh, yeah. yeah. Sorry, what about you? What about you? Have you? Have yeah. you? Yeah. How has that manifested itself? I think this dishwasher itself? needs a bit of salt in it. Yeah, don't drink when you're talking. This is your turn. This is my oh. turn to drink. And okay. You're now talking. Okay. Um. Yeah. It's uh, yeah. Hay fever has been really, really bad. Did a lovely gig in uh, Chelmsford this week. I've yeah. never been to Chelmsford before. Mm. Are you going to go back? Yep. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I say hello to people at Chelmsford. We have had some lovely messages on. Uh, Yes, we have. On our Facebook page, thank you. Yes, thank you, good people. We really appreciate those. That's those always a joy and pleasure. How has my week been? My week has been emotional. My boy, my boy turned fifteen. Yeah. Which is, I just do find that emotional. Thinking back to the day he was born and yeah. the passage of time and, and what I was thinking. We talked to my mum about this last night. Is that like they get bad rap, teenagers? They and do. like I really I'm like. Fairly. Yeah, I really like. I like him. I like him. He's he's. Good to hang out with. I like his friends. I like his girlfriend. They're yeah. just good people. They're just good. And I just think they're trying their best. Do you know what I mean? And I just think, like, it's a real... I'm really glad I'm not growing up as a teenager right now. Just yeah, it's the a tough world. constant amount of information they have. Yeah, like, and the pressure. All of the time. Right, so today we're going to talk about failure. We are. But there's a reason behind it. Because we had a massive failure yesterday, didn't we? We've already done a podcast this week. This is mm-hmm. full disclosure, mm-hmm. good listener. Mm-hmm. And uh, it bombed massively. <sighs> so we had an epic fail of our own. We did. And uh, I think we need to talk about what it was about. But it was basically we were both exhausted. We were. It was lack of sleep, and it was a bit of a. It was a bit of a subject. The subject was creativity. It was, yeah. And it's sh- right subject. I think the subject wasn't the problem. I think it was us. I think it was us because there so should be lots to talk about, and we just oh, well, we, we talked for a long a time. Lot. We just it was the most banal, dullest. Like, we didn't even have the energy to slag each other off. No. It we, was like no. two acquaintances mm. just mumbling their way through an awkward Awkward. Dinner. It was like we talked so much and said nothing. We said so little. You know. Exactly. <clears throat> uh, so that's why we're doing another one now. And we we're going to do it on failure. Because that's because what we are. That's what has happened this week. <laughs> <laughs> that's we failed. We failed massively. Miserably because we were tired and grumpy. Because yeah. it had been your son's 15th birthday the it, day before. It was my we've son's 15th birthday. quite a lot. I had we? a gin or two. Yeah. Or three or four. Yeah. Yeah. And then we were doing that the next day and it was just, oh. I think it was tired. And what? We're busy. We've been busy. Well, we, we, don't, don't, we don't want to inflict that on people. No, we don't. You know, you don't want to have to sit through that. You don't. I didn't want to sit through that and I had no. to. Yeah. We sat through it once. You were, then you had to sit through it again listening to it. Oh, no. Oh, no. So we're bad. bringing you, we're bringing you the joy of failure today. Failure. Absolutely. The joy of failure. So my initial thoughts on failure, it's something we all have to deal with. Yeah. And uh, that's kind of obvious point, but we do. And maybe you know, people say your your success is based on not how much failure you have, but how you deal with it. Yeah. Which I think is a very good point. It is. Um, and the life with like no failure is a life without risk or fulfilment. And if you go on to like, oh, hold on, that's just that's quite deep, brother. Life with with zero failure. Yeah. Is a life that hasn't perhaps. Perhaps. <laughs> it's dying well. Yes. Yeah, perhaps. I thought I'd do another one this week. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. The life with no failure is a life that hasn't pushed itself. Yeah. That's you know true. I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. To get to failure, you've got to push yourself to your limit and then go, okay, and then reassess and try again or whatever. Yeah. But oh. if you go to like Google and you go, you know, failure memes, that it's filled with all that kind of crap, like without failure, you can't reach success and da da da. 
And there was one that was quite extreme, got it up there. So fear of failure is a ticket to mediocrity. If you're not failing from time to time, you're not pushing yourself. And if you're not pushing yourself, you're coasting. <laughs> and at that point, I thought, that's harsh. That's hard, yeah. And actually, I'm going to big up mediocrity. Oh, now. There's nothing wrong with a bit of good old-fashioned mediocrity. Well, that's what I said yesterday. That's what you want. That is why, that's one good thing that came out. They back to a conversation they haven't heard. I'm going to tell them what the conversation was. I said, like, there's a, yeah. there's a type A personality and a type kind of B personality in there. And I'm probably like a type Z or, you know, a Z. I was an American for a second there. Yeah. Like a type Z personality, you know. And, like, those type A people are, like, are just on it all yeah. day. And I have about 15 minutes after lunch where I'm barely mediocre. That's true. That's yeah, true. and I'm going to pretend like that's the first time I've ever heard that. Could you laugh at it? That is, Thank you. That is hilarious. That's beautiful. Can you just see? Look, I've got a little bug. Yeah. A little bug Thank just you. walking Thank around my microphone. It's a lucky bug. It doesn't care. Yeah, no, I, I think it's true, and I think it's okay to just be sometimes. It is, but can I? I think this is a strive. We're constantly striving. This is a lovely point. This is a lovely what? point. But yeah, can right. I just come? Can we just pause that for a second? Because I do want to say, don't roll your eyes, but I have massively failed today. Oh, go on. Look at my eyebrows. Your eyebrows are an epic fail. Oh, just <laughs> they're two epic fails. They are like... They're like two angry caterpillars I had them... gearing up for a fight. I know. I said, uh, somehow, right? They could be the wings of a beautiful... If I, had my... I... <laughs> I had my eyebrows waxed and somehow they're bigger. Do you know how does that happen? I don't know. She did tint huge. them. She tinted them. Yeah, you look, she, you look angry. She didn't just tint them. She <laughs> just painted those fucking she's looks on. Did she, and it swore. She, you did swear. I did. What you did. You have to uh, yeah, she's made you look permanently angry. So. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's Quite just fierce. Just don't, yes, yeah, so. but going back to that point of just allowing yourself to be and I think actually that is where the power is. When you just allow things to be as they are and just you allow yourself to be, that just goes, can shoot you into the stratosphere. It can. <laughs> stratosphere. Atmosphere. Stratosphere. No, to the atmosphere. Yes. Can I just think that you. That stratosphere. We, stratosphere, that's the word. Yeah. I quite like stratosphere. No. No. Okay, uh, yeah, so it does. Because, yeah, we've just got to just sometimes just. Be still. Yeah, well, one of my questions was going to be, oh. uh, is there a right time to stop trying and give up? Or should you just always keep trying? Because obviously, you know, the obvious point to make is, you know, keep trying. If you fail, it's fine. Just crack on again. If that's your dream, if you've had knockbacks, we've all had knockbacks. I mean, you're a stand-up comedian. You've had, obviously, a fair share of knockbacks. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. If you're a writer like me, I've got a whole drawer full of rejections. Mm-hmm. But it's you know you have to kind of get over that and you go do you know what but this is what this is what I want to do and I'm going to keep going I'm going to try again I'm going to try something new, but is there a point where you actually have to go do you know what I tried it I failed it's all right I'm going to stop. Yeah, that is a really interesting question. I had to reach that point with ice skating. Did you? Early on, yeah. Oh, see now that is something that I quite excel at. Oh, do you? Surprises do you? you? Yeah, I'm good ice skating. You've got quite a low centre of gravity. <laughs> yes. I have I can a bro- imagine you gliding. I am a glider. I broke my wrist ice skating once. Oh, did you? Yeah, in Holland. Yeah, but I'm very. I am quite a nimble ice skater. No, I. I went. I actually have dreams of being able to ice skate. That's how much I want to be able to do it. I can just imagine myself doing it. It feels wonderful. The couple of times I did it, and I was a teenager, but mm-hmm. I've got zero balance, just nothing. Mm-hmm. And I was doing it for about the third time with my sister. And you know you have the ice skating guys who come round and kind of pick up the kids who are falling down. Yeah. They did in this place anyway. 
And the same guy who works there had picked me up for about the 22nd time. And he said to my sister, does she have special needs? <laughs> she, she got some sort of learning difficulty. Oh, bless you. That's how bad I am. So you didn't have one of those little penguins to push around? No, I was too old for that. Oh. But I did just no skills. Oh. Zero. So at that point I thought, you know what? It's time to give up on that dream. <laughs> and that's okay. And do, have you dream. made peace with that? Kind of. I do still dream about it. But I, no, I, I have, I have. To, it's okay. Yeah, I do other things. To know when I to stop. I mean, is is no, no. I like uh, like success is the amount of joy you feel in a given one time. Yeah. Right. I would suggest. Yeah. Um. So I feel that like if you're just if it's just that striving and struggling. Yeah. And that grasping is not giving you kind of any pleasure then maybe that is the time to go do you know what it's all right. If you're finding pleasure in the striving you know if you're writing or something Mm. and you're finding pleasure in that and it's not about the end result it's not about if you find a publisher or da da da. If you're finding joy in the process doesn't matter if if it keeps getting rejected carry on. But if if the joy is gone don't put yourself through that. Yeah. Do something else. And yeah, and I think that's the key, right? And just kind of how much, yeah, acceptance and and what am I feeling from this? What am I getting from this experience? Yeah, I mean, the amount of times I have failed, like I can only imagine. Oh, epically! I mean, I do you know though? Once I had a did did have an epic fail. Gone in Iceland. Really? Not the country. What did you do? I was in the shop. Yeah, I got myself in Iceland. You wet yourself in Iceland. Did it freeze over? It just was so embarrassing, and I. Yeah, I don't think you had to add that. <laughs> what I, happened? How does that happen? Is this a, as an adult? Yes, it wasn't right? that long Did you ago. Feel Ill in any way? No, no, I just. Did you laugh? I sneeze? just let it go too long to go to the toilet. <laughs> it was, and I'm Did in there. Did anyone know? Is there a puddle? <laughs> I had to get my frozen mashed potato. And I'm there. Oh, I always come back to potato. I'm walking down. Yeah. I hold the phone. Who buys frozen mashed potato? Well. Just boil a potato with me. a stamp on it. I do. I'm that, I'm that woman that does that. I mean, are, of course I peel a potato. I'm not ashamed of that. Okay. But then. there are times where a frozen potato. Mashed potato. Frozen mashed potato. 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 <laughs> you say potato, I say potato. potato. Yeah. Let's call the whole thing off. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. Uh, no, I bought some frozen mashed potatoes. Right. And I'm walking down the aisle and I went, oh. Were you on your own? I was on my own. Oh, no. Yeah. And I'm like, oh. and But why? That's <laughs> like a bottle of water. And I'm like, I'm going to pretend. And I saw I poured a little bit down my t- you I, poured water down you to just disguise. a little bit, just a little bit, just have a top, like discreetly. And I just thought, well, I'm just gonna say I've spilled water down myself. <laughs> like that's if someone that else smells of piss. Yeah, but every time I go back in there oh. now, I'm like, they've watched the CCTV. They know, they they know. know that I've yeah, wet myself. I mean, yeah, there's worse places it could happen. No, there aren't. Than Iceland. Oh, there was far worse places it could well, happen than Iceland. Or oh god, that would be shameful, wouldn't it? Yeah. Me and the Queen. Okay, so you've weird yourself in Iceland. That's, mm-hmm. um, that was an epic fail. That was an epic fail. But you've tried. You've still. You've not stopped trying going to Iceland. No. You've kept that up, and I think that's admirable. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and I failed on stage like epically as well. Yeah. There was one time. That must be horrible. There's nothing worse. Yeah. Because uh, I sing on stage. Yeah. And we did a gig on Saturday night. Didn't didn't go down that well. But you think, well, I've done my job, it's okay, and as long as there's a couple of people applauding at the end, that's all you're after. And it's fine. 
I've still played music. But if you haven't made someone laugh, that's literally that's why you're up there. That's the only reason you're there. The only reason you're there. Yes. <laughs> but it's. Do you know you, what? You've massively failed. I hate to say it. No, it just it must be horrible. But I welcome those gigs because they do teach you so much, and there's no way around it with stand up. Every, yeah, no, no. you know, like I do loads of gigs on the open mic. It's like I'm lucky enough to get paid sometimes yeah. as well, and. Yeah. Like, but the you know on the open mic circuit, you know you just you're just gonna die at lows on the, yeah you're just gonna die lots, just gonna die. you know and and it's part of the job and that's why the job takes so long for people to become really really successful at it because yeah it is a hard job to do but you know what you just gotta talk, not take it seriously I mean I've it's difficult though yeah not it is feel, oh I have cried not to feel failure really quite sharply it, it does and I have cried on a train on yeah. the way home and in my car. Yeah. On the way home. You cried in Iceland. I cried. <laughs> yeah. Bits of me cried in Iceland. Iceland. <laughs> I mean, it's yeah. all fluid coming out. But I, I have, I died in a club that I really wanted to do well at a little while ago, and that was really that, that was knocked hard. my confidence yeah. like hugely, yeah. and and like my confidence, like I am a relatively confident person, you know. I, like I've noticed that. I have days of huge confidence. I have days of low confidence. But you know, I think that those when when failure happens you got it takes a knocking it does it does but there, i mean there's no successful person out there really that hasn't met failure along the way. well look you at michael hear, jordan like, y- y- yes and you hear celebrities tales mm-hmm. and we all love to hear that bit of the, the lives when they failed massively and picked themselves up yeah steve jobs got fired from apple einstein couldn't speak properly fluently till he was nine yeah jk rowling obviously that had just like she couldn't speak till she was 42 no she had like a failed marriage and she had she was a single mom she yeah. had no money she had no job da, 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 da. and we all like those stories in fact the people who are famous without those stories i don't like ed Sheer, i love ed cheer we're going to see ed cheer love mm-hmm. his music mm-hmm. but when he was on the desert island discs mm-hmm. and obviously they, they, they talk through their life and he was ups and downs there's no downs i mean all he's had to deal with is being ginger no and basically i decided i was going to be a musician i became a musician he slept on someone's couch for a long time oh i know who slept couch he slept no. on but you know, but then no, still, hold on, as a teenager, that's fairly normal. No, no, because this guy was really actually you're probably right because the guy was incredibly famous, Jamie Fox. Yes, he slept on Jamie Fox's yeah, couch oh, that's for a long a time. Yeah, on Jamie Fox's couch. Yeah, I could do that. But he grew up in Framlingham. I mean, that's really boring. Framlingham's beautiful. It's got a castle on a hill. It's lovely. My parents <laughs> lived in Framlingham. Thank you very much. <laughs> My mum was a vicar there. Sorry. Yeah. Oh, did the, did the Sherwins ever go to her uh, church? Uh, no, but like everyone in Framlingham has a story about it, Sharon. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah, and I know the woman who talked about singing. I don't like Framlingham. I'm going to say it put it out there. I don't like it. Sorry. You're an idiot. Have you, uh, did you fail your driving test? Nope. First time. <gasps> really? First time. You're quite a good driver, aren't you? Yep. I'm not. No. Nope. I'm a terrible driver. I've been well, yeah. driving a lot. I've never I been in a car with you. I've my test once. I've never been in a car don't with you. No, and I sit very close to the wheel, like an old woman, <laughs> just peering over the top, uh-huh. white knuckles. Yeah. Yeah. I just, I fear the driver in the car behind me. He's uh-huh. always the same character in my head, and he's an absolute arsehole. And I just feel that stress uh-huh. that I'm either going too slow or too fast. So every time you drive, you feel like you fail? Yeah, a little bit. I did, I failed my first driving test mm-hmm. because I drove at 30 miles an hour in a 60 mile an hour limit. And when I've been, I've been doing 30 for probably about five minutes, and I kind of realised as the huge row of cars behind me kind of started lining up, 
and I'd driven this road many times before and I suddenly realised during the test, this is a 60, isn't it? It's not a 30 limit. Oh, it's a 60. No. So at that point I thought, do I just slowly speed up uh-huh. or do I just stick to 30 and pretend like I thought it was a 30 and I was doing my, you know, doing the right thing. So I stopped to 30 and we were on that road for about <laughs> 10, 10, 12 minutes. <laughs> and that's why I failed. Yeah, oh, being an idiot, no. basically. You just my t- husband failed uh, his motorbike test uh, stopping at a green light. Oh, no. He just yeah. sat there and it was... Yeah, yeah. What did the man behind him go? I wasn't there. It's all green. Okay, okay. Yeah, I think the man behind him. Okay, it's what's green. your biggest Good failure? Idea. My biggest failure? Mm. Oh, I haven't thought about that. Mm. Um, Do you want a moment? Well, I spent four... No, <laughs> well, weighing up all the many, yes. many, countless failures. Yes. Um... Well, it depends what you call failure, really. I, d- I remember dropping out of... Have you wet yourself anywhere? No. 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 <laughs> Who would do That's that? That's a whole other level, right. isn't it? Yeah. That's a failing as a human. Yes. Yeah. It? It's a, yeah. Basically, biology is what that is. I dropped out of my uh, psychology A-level, and I felt, like, I felt like an absolute failure for doing that. Right. But it turns out it was fine. The two A-levels I carried on doing, they got uh-huh. into university, and it was not a problem. But that, uh-huh. that at the time, I felt like that was a massive failure because mm. I've always been quite quite academic uh-huh. but I just I couldn't hack it I couldn't hack the pressure of doing three and I wasn't living at home and it was all but they, you know things like that they, they turn out fine Has so is that like a failure that like have you got a specific failure that was that all good enough <laughs> no, I've got more that I'm was going to go on oh I've got, okay. I've got many more okay. well let me How just you um, yeah. <laughs> yeah is you know that like a that turned out so wrong, but yet turned out so right. Yeah, that would be... Uh, well, the, that was a good novel. question, wasn't it? It was a great question. Yeah. Well done. That, that would be the novel I spent four years of my life on. And it will never see the light of day because it's been rejected over and over by many publishers. Wow. But, but one of the publishers said, we don't want that book but we do like her writing. What else has she got? She's just what you want to hear when you spent four years on something. What else you got? What else you got? <laughs> yeah. Which is when I desperately then look through my, you know, notebooks, because it's Penguin, and which Penguin says that, like you don't. And I found the one sentence in my notebook that said, uh, just an idea, 14-year-old fat girl wants to be a stand-up comedian. Oh. And my agent sent that to them, and they went, yes, that's the one, get her to write that. Wow. So, you know, and that's being published. So again, so that was four years that's not going anywhere, and that was my baby, that was my novel. And that has failed, uh-huh. but then it turns into something else. You so see, it's that failure. Because I am a great believer in what you want wants you. Like, what does that mean? It's one well, of your little Gandhi statements. <laughs> what that, you want wants you. Yeah, in that, in that, like, like if it's meant for you, it's gonna come. Like, if it's, I wanted Alan Rickman, he didn't want me. Uh, so, you know what I mean? Yeah, but he he's old and dead. He's dead. Yeah. So you know. Yeah, it's not my fault. Though. No, not really. Uh, but I think that like what I mean by that is like so if it's meant for you it'll come yeah. basically so if it like there's no point in in stressing about whether you're going to become su- su- quote unquote successful yeah or like because today's standards like this is the whole thing about like you yeah, think of like the JK yeah. Rowling's and the Ed yeah. and all those and so by today's standards it's like good lord that's a lot of pressure to go yeah if we see that as success but do you know what actually success 
Can we just get in up in the morning? Absolutely. And, and to love and be loved and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Oh, and I think... actually just slowing down sometimes, not speeding up, not striving, not yeah. actually just slowing down, looking around, seeing what you've got, appreciating that. Yeah, and I think to love and be loved is a huge, is a huge Thank thing you, right there. That was beautiful mind. because... That's the thing when people die. That's the things that people care about. Was yeah. I loved and did I love well? You know. Absolutely. And I think that. Well, if... classically they say, but not did I spend more time in the office. Mm. But I think I would think that a little bit because uh, I like I like being in the office. <laughs> yes, I know, but that's about because you love what you do, and I think that that is great. But it, you can love what you do and not have to be as amazing as J.K. Rowling. Oh, totally. Do you? Yeah. Like, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. It's like you can just go. You know what? Like. Like, and success is just showing up sometimes. Yeah. Like, I, like, you know... Yeah, I, I think you'll find that I said that in the podcast the other day and you've just stolen it as your own quote. <laughs> success is just showing up. I mean, I 80% think. of success is showing up, I believe. <laughs> yeah. Somebody amazing said yes. that recently. I can't yeah, think of no, yeah, no, somewhere, yeah. somewhere. Well, I was going to talking about that and kind of, uh, I was going to say, are kids encouraged to fail these days and to be okay with it in the light of social media and the perfection that they're shown? And that you don't really see the trials and tribulations of what it took to get to that mm. kind of level of, you know, be it Ed Sheeran or your, your influencers or whatever. Mm. Are we teaching our teenagers that actually it's okay? You're just going to, chances are you're going to fail for the next 15 years at what you do, but it's okay as long as you're happy. You're built for failure at that age. You're young, you're good looking, yeah. you're energetic. You're built for failure. It's fine. Crack on. Yeah, yeah. And I think even the whole happiness thing, though, as well. Like, as long as you're happy, it's like, Happiness is a bit of a pressure as well in itself. Like, oh, you know, just sometimes just be, just be okay. Do you know yeah. what I mean? I'm just all right. Yeah. And that's okay sometimes. You're listening to Don't Laugh But with Rebecca Elliott and Kirsty Hudson. The most meaningless small talk about life's most meaningful questions. I show my kids failure a lot. You know, like, yeah. I mess up hugely. In a parenting, and I, think, I was going to say, how, what about parenting? Because that I just feel like a failure most of the time. I think you're doing too much, you're doing too little. Oh, absolutely. I say when you give birth to a child, you also give birth to a whole bag full of guilt. You totally do. You totally. Do. But I think that everyone, before they have children, do I want to have a teenager? Because like having a yeah. baby is easy. Yeah. Like you got a baby, they do what you do, and then yeah. they, you know, and then but then they become these people that have their own thoughts and their own feelings, yeah. and they really challenge you, and like you mess up all the time. Yeah, I say the wrong thing, and I am I worried about it too much? Am I not worried about it enough? Is they are they safe? Are they not safe? I don't know. Is that the right thing to do? Yeah, and it's a real because I, I do feel the children come through you. They're not yeah. off, they're not mine. They are their own people. Absolutely. But, Bugger me, I want them to do what I say sometimes. Do you know oh, what I mean? Yeah. Oh, and yeah. It's just a constant. It is, it is. And actually, having a disabled child, it's weird and it's unfounded, but I felt like, a, because it was my first child, I felt like a bit of a failure by not having a quote-unquote normal kid. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah, which is, it's ridiculous, you know, obviously, it's no... And she was perfect and beautiful in my eyes and da-da-da, but... You, you're surrounded by, you know, the other mums who are pregnant when you were pregnant. You're, you're going to the baby groups... And you feel, well, my, my child isn't sitting up yet. My, my child isn't talking or whatever, or smiling, whatever the stage is. And at, at that time, it was a bit vague. We didn't really know that she had brain damage and all that. And you just, but even when we did know, it's just a part of you that thinks, is it something I did? Am I, wow. am I you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's... So that's unfounded, but Cause I, I think, think it... the pressure put on mums, particularly, mums and dads, but when you have a baby, 
that your baby should be doing this and should be doing That's that. That's exactly what I was about not, to say. They're not sleeping through the no. night. You feel like a failure. Because when you've got, they do. And when you've got, like even got typical kids, like you just that pressure to think my kid isn't doing that. Yeah. Um, like, and you like my kid, and and the, there is a sense of competitiveness as yeah, well. Yeah, it is. You know, because is. and also like I like, and it's really quite interesting. Like, um, I want my children to be happy so I can relax. Yes. You yeah, know. Yeah. And I think as parents, we tend to do that. Like, we want them to, so that I can feel okay about it, and I can feel okay about the job I'm doing. Yeah. And that, and I think that that is what having kids has really been good for me to challenge me and go, you know what, they can just be. Yeah. And that's enough, it and is. be, and they don't have to be joyous and happy and hilarious all the time and be. No, I agree. Although when they are just being. But they're on the iPad. Oh, good lord. Oh, I feel guilty. After about 10 minutes of that, I feel guilty. But the other half of me just goes, but it's peaceful. But it's peaceful and it's God, quiet. It's peaceful I know. Like, I think got... the guilt. Like, I've weighing got... up that peace against the guilt constantly. Oh, my gosh. And I've got friends who don't know the kids watch television. And I'm like... What are they thinking? I know. Like, I am thankful for the television every day. Thank God for it. Like, yeah. you know... Yeah, like, you know, you do get to the point you turn it off and you go and insist that they climb trees. You, and, you know, <laughs> go and climb a tree, for God's sake. Yeah, oh, absolutely. No, no we do. We both do that. But... But there are the moments when they are on the iPad and you kind of need that, but I always feel guilty about it. Oh, I, but then I feel guilty then, like, if if my son, like, uh, I feel worried, like, or guilty, like, because he's, like, say, 15 now, and is he gone to, to bed too late? Oh, he says he slept in enough. Like, he yeah. doesn't lay in bed all day, do you know what I mean? He's yeah, not yeah, in that typical, like, because like, he's a skateboarder and he's going out and he's doing stuff. But yeah. even now, I'm like, is it safe there? Or is that the right thing for him to be doing? Because if yeah, he's smoking weed there, he could be doing this. It's that constant feeling like yeah, I'm not doing I'm enough. Doing too much, you're doing too little. And yeah, that, my kid's 11, and so he's just sort of started going out his own, knocking for a friend and that, which is normal at 11. Yeah. I was doing that younger than that. Yeah. But there is that part of you that thinks, should he be doing that? Am I, I responsible? Are you responsible doing that? Yeah. Am I failing him as a person? And equally, if you fill their time too much, if you think, well, Toby's got football this week and he's got an after school club and he's got, you know, when he had scouts as well and stuff like that. But that's great because he's not on an iPad, but that's he needs time to be bored. Totally. I don't want the kids who have just got constant stuff going, 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 and then don't actually learn that actually some days are just quiet and you've got to find your own entertainment. So it's it's that constant balance. Oh my lord. And then you get all this ourselves up. And then you go to Facebook going, No, I will only feel successful if I've if I've got raised really successful kids and and I'm just like, God, no. if, I, if I just raise kids that are alive still, I'll be happy I was going to say, sometimes. it depends on success. I exactly. just want them to be happy. Oh, God, I know. And become doctors. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yeah, and pay for my retirement. That's... Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that's yeah, all, that's all, all those things, things. absolutely. Um, another thing I've always failed at, languages. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I wish, I wish, I wish I hadn't. Do you? Yeah. Go on. Oh, that's quite sexy. What's that mean? That means, hello, how are you? Lovely. Yes, look at that. Yeah. See, I might wean myself in Iceland. Advanced, is it? Well, I can speak fluent Dutch. What are you talking about? Well, well I say fluent. Yeah. <laughs> I say fluent. Yeah, yeah hang on. I oh. say fluent. I grew, so I spent a few years growing up there when I was little. And um, obviously, because it had been weird if I was growing up when I was an adult. You grew up somewhere like Holland. <laughs> yeah, Belgium. Where's that? Like, um, so, um, so I spoke it fluently. It took me, my mum, this is what I thought was amazing about my mum. She put me into a Dutch-speaking school. Yeah. Like... Totally, like just want to just go get on with it. Like, really? yeah, put us into Dutch speaking school. I was speaking Dutch within three weeks fluently because I had wow. to, it was a necessity. Yeah. And kids pick it up, don't they? Yeah, really they, kids really do. Well, then my, my children can't do any languages. No, I mean, they really are quite I'm thick. Desperate, too. Yes, you know, 
Mm-hmm. And uh, like if we go to France and stuff, I just feel like an idiot for the entire holiday. I know I start to panic, the and then I'll start. Who speaks loud? Yeah, I just I... can't bear it. No, so I don't enjoy the holiday because I just feel like a twat the entire time. Oh, I still enjoy the holiday, but I just walk in thinking, all right, I've got this, I've got this. So I walk into the shop and I go, off what? Yeah, like yeah. <laughs> you know, that's the thing I do. I can ask some stuff. All right. You know, so I'll go like asking if Ilya and Kathy Parisi. And then, oh, what's that? Yeah, is there a cafe near here? I've got that. I've got that. It sounds quite good. Yeah. So I go up to someone. Yeah, here you cafe, fancy. And they, uh, and they look at me. And I think it's going well. And then they'll give the answer. Yeah, she did what she did. And I'm like, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, just nodding, not a clue. And then I'm sure they've gone go that way. And then I walk off down the opposite way, just confidently striding. And at that point, they know I'm a twit. Yeah, I'm exactly like that when someone tells me directions. Yeah, like <laughs> you're nodding. Yeah, 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 mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. No, yeah. Don't go. Which, which, which one? You know the Arkwright Road. You go. Yeah, yeah. Thinking no. <laughs> like I lost him on the first roundabout. You know what I mean? I'm like, I have no idea. I just can't yeah. hear it. I'm just, mm, yeah. yeah, no, nothing. Nothing. No. I know, right? Uh, have you ever had an epic cookery fail? That's oh, a good question, right? Have I had an epic? Another question. Epic. Well, I. I see myself as quite a good cook. I know you do. Uh, <laughs> I think, have I had epic fails? Um, no. Really? Never. I don't think this never gone wrong in your in your kitchen. Has it ever gone wrong in my kitchen? <laughs> Has it ever gone wrong in my kitchen area? Um, do you know? Like, not. I mean, yeah. I mean, bread. I've tried bread a few times. Right. And had elements of success yeah. but also had elements of things with a hole in it. I mean my mum yeah. made two lemon drizzles last night really both of them sunk in the middle I mean what oh, do you do no. what do you do when your lemon drizzle sinks did in the middle did she make one and it sunk and then she decided to make another one of that one yeah oh. and my mum's she a good she didn't learn from the first no, one no but she's a good lemon drizzler as well oh. what, what epic fails have you had gutting I know you've had one I no no you you <laughs> consider that a fail I think that was a Absolute outright success. I think you need to tell I, made some, I made some mash, mm-hmm. right? Then I thought, I've got some salmon, smoked mm-hmm. salmon. I'm going to stir that through. Just so it cooks just lightly in there, mm-hmm. breaks up. And I've also got some broccoli. I want to get that down the kids. Mm-hmm. If it's wrapped in some mash, they'll do that. Mm-hmm. So I stirred in the broccoli, right? That was cooked. Stirred in the salmon. It was a pink and green <laughs> pile <laughs> of mashed potato. What more do you I want? I then photographed and to send to you. And mm-hmm. I thought you'd be quite encouraging <laughs> I was absolutely off the mark there and you thought let me forget it well it looked like it a pile it tasted good it just looked like something you would not want to eat it was pink and I green I once mash. made a cake I think it was for my daughter it was and it was a teddy bear cake uh-huh. okay, and I wanted the inside to be bright pink yeah so I thought that'd be nice uh-huh. seeing that happen mm-hmm. that looks easy just get some colouring mm-hmm. pop it in mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but the colouring I got wasn't the right colouring it was the slightly pathetic colouring oh uh, and no matter how much you put in, it didn't not go bright pink at all. I think it was like it was a natural colouring. Oh. So you when you numbers. cut into the teddy bear, mm. it looked exactly like flesh. Oh, nice. That's what you want like to be you're eating. Like butchering mm. a small bear. Yeah. Yeah, it's not what you want for your Happy birthday. <laughs> no. Let's kill the not bear. Ideally. No. Yeah. with exams have you failed exams oh. exams are horrible yes. and I hate the fact that exams are a test of how well can you do an exam and not actually a test of where's your knowledge at 
I know. How, how have I failed an exam? Some people just can't do. I have failed exams on a scale unknown to most people. I have failed. I failed my GCSEs three times. Okay. I took them first, and then they had a thing called CPVE, which was for the kids who'd failed the GCSEs. Oh, okay. Like an easy version. I had to do it twice. <laughs> I failed them again. I'm not laughing. I think that's... I failed yeah. them again. Well done, you for picking yourself up it, having yeah, another crack at it. Yeah, but I did it. Imagine that's how I'm doing CPVE uh-huh. with all the A-level students. Uh-huh. Like, they're all the cool kids, and yeah. there's me. Yeah. And I just felt... And I just... Yeah, epically and massively and hugely failed them. And the third time I tried them, I did manage to get a humanities and a sociology. Really? Yep. Okay. That served me in no way whatsoever. So when you say fail, you talk about, do you get an ungraded? Is that, or do you get I got E's maybe. E. E's all right, it's a thing. It's not a thing. No, it's not. It's not. You don't get, if you don't get a C or above, it's just. I'm trying to be nice. I'm really. A C or above hard here. is the holy grail. Yeah. Of the exam yeah. world. I don't know why. Now it's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. I don't like that. I mean, I don't even know what it's... I think actually nine is the best, is it? Yeah, you're right. Is it? Yes. I mean, it's what's weird. that about? Why have they done that? I hated that they suddenly went to A star. Mm. It's like they suddenly turned it up to 11. They suddenly said, A, A is brilliant, but it's A's not the best no. anymore. No. So they're like, why don't you just make A, B then? Yeah. Why are you saying A, but a little bit more? Because so, now if you've got an A, yeah. you think, well, that's, that's not... That's not great. Anymore. No, A star. I did get one A star. Did you? Mm. I got nothing. I got... But but do you see that as a failure? Because I don't think if, if one is happy where one's life is. Yes, I did say one. Mm. Then anything that was viewed as a failure in your past, I don't think you can now see as a failure because it all leads into the melting pot. Why are you looking at your watch? I was making a, a yeah, fantastic it's text. On, deep yeah. point there. Yeah, come on. I'm looking at your watch. Yeah, it's good like text a Cartoon <laughs> picture of someone who's bored. <laughs> Might as well yawn at the same time. I'm not sure it was a picture of someone. Oh. <laughs> yeah, come on. Yeah. If you're happy where your life is, yeah. can one view any of your past, you know, quote unquote failures as actual failures? Well, one does sometimes, yes. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, definitely. Sometimes I, I like I still don't have my maths she says My sister uh, is taking her maths tomorrow for the fourth time in a row like my little sister is okay. and she's 24 and I, I said to him half to have retaken it because now now if I have to do math now I have to do functional skills first and functional skills I, yeah do I you think have any functional skills <laughs> well if you look at me accident in Iceland clearly not you know no. what I mean no uh, there is nothing functioning um I'm that, you know, I would like to have my maths, but I don't know why. I don't know why. I don't know why I've got my maths. No. I can't do public maths. It's embarrassing. You can't do public maths. Can't do public maths. Whoa, 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 whoa. Who does maths in public? Me. You, you do. stand up on a stage and I'm now going to perform some public maths. Everybody does public maths. Everybody. But right, you can't just say something like that. What are you talking about? Like, public maths. Like, think about it for a quick second. It's not that hard. If you're in a shop. Yes. Someone says that's... Six pounds seventy nine. Yeah. And then they give you the change. Or you might want to bring the nine up, like and make it or put the penny to make it round it up or yeah. whatever. Yeah, but that's not public That's maths. public math. So or have, I'll give you it every, to work it out. The, oh, the machine works it out. Let me give you a bet that is actually a really good example, but let me give you a better one. Right? <laughs> you're in a restaurant. You you you'll struggle with this concept. You're in a restaurant, you're with some friends. Yeah. Um I do struggle with that concept. <laughs> 
Yorkshire's friends, you say. Yes. What are they? Explain them to me. And that. they say, let's split the bill. Yeah. And then, oh, okay, okay, that's fine. And I'm looking at it, and I have no idea what one fourth of something is. Okay. That's public maths. Yeah, I get I there are a lot of people. Let's just let's in just your camp. Bullet point this. Is there a thing called public maths? No. <laughs> no. There's maths that you have done in public, but I don't think you call it public maths. <laughs> it's public maths. It's pu- I say to everyone. It's maths in the real world. It's public maths. It's maths in the real world. Public maths. No, but if you're talking in a restaurant, you don't call that public speaking. That's no. a different. That's a different thing. Because just public talking. speaking is standing up on a stage. You could have just said I can't do maths. Why did you have to add public? It makes no sense. You're watching it. What are you doing? <laughs> going back to your sister yeah mm-hmm. um, I love your little sister yeah I was talking to her the other day mm-hmm. and the subject of the podcast came up mm-hmm. this isn't relevant at all but I just thought mm-hmm. and uh, she said that she hasn't listened nor does she want to listen because she's uh, she's quote heard your voice her entire life she doesn't want to listen to anyone she has to <laughs> Uh, to which I offered to do her version where I've edited out all of you, <laughs> just just as me, and she was really up for that. I thought you yeah. like that. I love that she does. She loves my sound of my voice. No, she really, she really doesn't. No, she um, has heard it for a lot of years. Yeah, God, like, my mum loves my voice though. Yeah, my mum loves, loves it. My mum loves my voice. I mean, No, I do think that failure is something that needs to be embraced in that, you know, crack on, be all right. Yeah. I don't know, help me out here. Oh, well, I think that, I think that we need to start, yeah, like you say, just viewing failure differently. And not really seeing as failure or failure, but do you know what? It's yeah. just, and it's it's horrible. It sucks. Yeah. I hate it when things go badly. Yeah. And well, I, we all fail every day. I fail at keeping a tidy house. I feel like over a lot. Oh, I fail at keeping a tidy You wet yourself in a shop. You know. I, yeah. I, I never, I don't meet deadlines, you know, there's all that kind of constants. Yeah. But at some point you just, you know, so those kinds of failures, you just, do you have to just accept that that's me and I'm, I can just do the best with what I've got? I fail at weight loss, you know, I'm never going to be the weight I want to be. Yeah. A lot of us at that point. And it's good to keep trying, but I don't think it's good to beat yourself up. It's just not, just don't define yourself by your failures. Yeah. Now that's beautiful. Yeah, well done. That's a beautiful moment, but I'll tell you one moment that I did do once on stage. I'm going to have to... Have a Is it going to involve your bits in some way? No. I was uh, once in a theatre company like years, and, relief. years and years ago, and open class theatre company, and... Uh, oh, that's quite a sale of that. <laughs> that's that. People do, they're big. Oh, they're big. They're bigger than North East, let me tell you. Uh, oh yes, gracious. and uh, so I'm with uh, um, we're on stage as all four of us mm-hmm. and uh, do you know what the term corpsing means yes I do okay laughing when you shouldn't yeah and oh, so gosh. all of us I don't know who started it I think they say it's me that started it I don't ever think it was really okay. me someone mm-hmm. in our there was four, four actors in the in the play one of us started laughing no it was five of us on, in the play actually one of us started laughing and the rest of us, someone next person started laughing. Yeah. All of us, four of us, one gone off. Four of us started laughing so hard oh. and we could not stop. Oh, and it gets worse and worse. It's painful. Yeah. It's so painful. And you're just sitting there and it was like, you know, when you've been told off by the teacher and you can't stop. Yeah. And, we'll start, and then we went backstage. I was always that kid in class. <sighs> just couldn't stop myself. Awful. And I'd explode. So I'd be silent and then I'd just go. Yeah. <laughs> You know, like really explode. I know. Because you can't stop it. It's so And yet bad. it's lovely at the same time because you're laughing. But 
it's like when his knees are a little bit weak and flat. That's what that's like. Is it? It's like, yeah, you can't stop it. <laughs> All about I'm isn't it? sorry. Oh, sorry, I am slightly obsessed with that today. But I, I think my kegels need I think to. Your eyebrows have infected your brain. Oh, I think my kegels need stretching. What? No, not stretching. Um, yeah, the stretching wasn't the word exercise. I was taking umbrage with there. You what? Umbrage, stretching. Um, no, the kegels. Kegels. Yes. She muscles. You have uh, yeah. Pelvic floor muscles. Kegels. They're just called. Oh, no. Muscles. Hold on. Maybe the exercise is called kegels. I don't think anything is called no, Kegels. No, it is. The exercise is called Kegels. Like, I have to... Like, right now, I'm doing my Kegels. <laughs> I don't want to know that. I think it's important. I think, you know, like... Don't do a podcast whilst you're doing your pelvic floor exercises. Every, no, you can do them any time. That's the beauty of a Kegel. you could help our listeners do. And clench. <laughs> and release. Yeah, but that... I'm actually doing it right now. But that's... Oh. Does not, no, no, no. Podcasting gold. <laughs> yes, I think it's... Yeah, anyway, so I think those are things that, you know... What? What, <laughs> what, what are you harking back to? <laughs> kegels? <laughs> Do my kegels more. Because I can't, yeah, I can't ever wet myself in public again. No, I think we've established that. I mean, that's... most people know that already. They don't need to experience it to know, oh, I can't do that again <laughs> as an adult. I didn't go down well. No one enjoyed that. Who knew? Most people just have that innate knowledge. Yeah, yeah but it was a big surprise. Yeah. It was, well, okay. Yeah. It was a shock. Yeah, no, there's nothing. So, yeah, and failure as well. Do you want to shut up now? No, come on, you know. I think the... I, you just want to go play... Um, what are you playing today? I'm going to play snooker with my brother. I'm very no. excited. Sno- oh, do you remember I snooker? I win. I always fail at snooker. I mean, I'm terrible at it, but I always enjoy it. But every time I go in with such optimism that today I will, like, beat my break of three balls in a row, however pathetic. And every time I don't. That's it right there. Yeah? That's the key. Is that the optimism. analogy for life? Yeah, Keep, keep hitting those balls. It's optimism. That's the that's the opposite of failure. Yeah, it's like okay, I messed up, I did it again, and it is a like it is just going like it's like the fear of stuff, just not allowing the fear to overcome and take you over, yeah. and fear of failure, and I think that's what stops us to reaching sometimes is that fear of failing. Yeah, but actually, it's that not reaching that is gonna definitely. I think like asking why you're striving for something as well. Mm-hmm. Are you striving for it because it's going to make you happy? Or are you striving for it because it's because it's something you think you ought to be? Like mm-hmm. if it's thin, or if you think, I, when I've got that job, when I've done that. You know, are we striving for too much? And actually, we should be a little bit happier with where we are. Well, ironically... But push yourself a little bit. Is it, is I, it think it is that, I think it's that... I think it's... Not it, just this constant, I will be happy when, I will be happy when. Yeah. You know? Oh, absolutely. And I think... That, if I can, I really learnt that. Sorry, I was going... <laughs> Point. When I try and make an actual point and you just laugh at me. Yeah. I love that. I'm ready. When? No. I learned that from my daughter. My daughter didn't do anything. Couldn't achieve anything. She couldn't walk, talk. She was never going to achieve anything in today's, you know, way of, of looking at achievement and success. That was not going to happen. And yet she was completely loved and for, for the most part completely happy, content. And is that not a successful life then? Absolutely, because she was perfectly whole and complete. Exactly. As she was. Exactly. And that, yeah. You're sorry. now feeling quite guilty about laughing at me. Aren't you? No, I'm not. I, Feel that... the guilt. <laughs> Breathe it in. <laughs> yes. I'm not today. No, thank you. For, for no, I think, I think, yeah, absolutely. No, there is that. Because I think in, enough. I am yeah. enough. Yeah. Period. 
Because when the the irony of that is when you just allow yourself just to be enough. Yeah. I'm not saying that I can do this, but when you are, do allow yourself. If anything, you're more than enough. Oh, yeah, yeah I'm too much. I'm a, I'm a treat. To dial it down. I'm a treat. Well, my eyebrows need to be dialed down. Let me tell you that. Do. Startled. Yeah. He's <laughs> angry, angry. Startled. He's angry. Startled. I hope they fade. I hope they do. A little bit. Grow your fringe. Um. Well, no one's gonna cover fringe. No, like, don't cover your fringe. I've got to cover fringe. Don't have a gap where it's just those <laughs> massive eyebrows. <laughs> Looming down. Yeah, but I'm going to be out of attention. So don't, you don't loom down on anyone. Do you? <laughs> You're too short. Loom, looming up. In balance. I can I. Can you loom up? I, ha- I had a point. <laughs> I had a point. When you're enough yeah. and you allow yourself to be enough, uh-huh. then the stuff you want actually comes. Yeah, absolutely. It's the bizarrest thing. Like yeah. if you if you go, but I want it and I want it so bad and I want it. You're grasping, you're grasping. Yeah. I want it and I want it to happen so badly. Then you they've got you've got a lot of layers in to get rid of. If you just allow things to be as they are and allow yourself just to be enough, just just by purely being alive, you are enough. Just settle and accept it. Purely by being alive, you are enough. Like a potato. A potato is perfect. Just by being a potato, isn't it? Yeah. In a but it's better when it's roasted. Oh, that's true. So, so even the potato should strive for more. No, because it, it allows it to... So the potato goes, I'm enough, right? I'm yeah. enough. Oh, and then someone comes to roast it and they go, oh, I didn't have to do that as well. Exactly. Well, look at me. Look at me. Right. I am just a humble potato giving pleasure to people. Yeah. And that's why. <laughs> I, I, I'm going to put that as a quote somewhere. That's a beautiful thing. That should be And me. on that note of pleasurable potatoes... You're going to go play pool. No, nope. snooker. snooker. Looper. Nuts are we. We are snooker. Loopy. Uh, come on. Mm. It was going well, and then you, you brought it down. <laughs> you know? Steve Davis. Yeah. So, um, yeah. Failure. It's failure. Okay. It's okay. Failure is it's an right. option. We fail a lot, mm-hmm. and that's okay. Just remember, if you're feeling low, you haven't worked yourself in Iceland. Exactly. Your life has never got quite that low. You are a humble potato giving pleasure to people. Absolutely. You have a beautiful week, have a people. Week. We'll see you next week. Give my love to your family. Lots of love. To- oh, I wanted to say that because you said that yesterday. Yeah, it was good. You yeah. can't nick all my love. Send your love home. All right. No, that doesn't work as no. well. No, Lots of love. Do do uh, like us on uh, like us on Facebook like, and subscribe, share, review. Yeah. Have a lovely week. Bye-bye. Lovely day. Kirsty and Rebecca will be back next week with a whole new round of this oddly captivating bollocks. So you may as well listen in.